What's going on, guys? It's Jordan Stoltz, the host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome back to the show. In today's episode, it's Workout Wednesday as we're rounding out the end of September, and I'm talking about squats. I'm talking about a very functional and necessary movement that everyone should be doing in their training. I'm talking about specifically how do you warm up for the squat and how do you properly prepare yourself to get into those positions if it might be tough, if you can't get very low, and how to just prep yourself so you don't get hurt. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review on iTunes. The reviews help a ton with the show's growth, and they really help uh, just reach more people, which is what you know I'm after. I'm after getting this message that I have out to a lot of people. Also, I'm really after some audience interaction, all right? Like, The listeners are increasing month over month, over a thousand increase every month. Now, that's great, but I really want that interaction, right? It doesn't do me a lot of good just to sit here and talking to you guys. You know, if I can't interact with you and answer your specific questions, to ask me a question, you want to answer it on the podcast or to you know, ask me a question that maybe I could just email you the answer. We can just interact that way. Just go to triplefpodcast.com. The word triple, the letter F, podcast.com slash contact. Head over there and leave a question in the contact form. Just something you want answered on the show, just something you're curious about. No question is a dumb question. Go there and we'll interact that way and I can come up with content for the show that you guys want to hear. That's really what I'm after as well. Thank you for joining me on September 27, 2017 or later if you're listening to it later for episode number 104 about warming up for the squat. Keep listening for some awesome advice. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Hey guys, it's Workout Wednesday. Sorry for that little technical glitch right there. It happens. I record all my episodes just raw and live, right? So that happens as I'm using just a little mixer on my phone. But welcome. Welcome to a new Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. On Workout Wednesdays, if you're new to the show, if you came to the show uh, from that Maggie Thorne interview, maybe you subscribed, maybe you're a new listener, maybe you came because someone shared the podcast with you. On Workout Wednesdays, I talk about fitness, I talk about tips, I talk about workouts, I talk about my favorite thing, which is training, right? I'm really passionate about it. I'm a strength and conditioning coach. It's what I do. So it's really what I like to talk about. And, uh, you know, I do Motivation Mondays, Foodie Fridays as well. Be sure to tune into those. But today is all about training, and today I'm talking about something very, very specific, which is the squat. Now, the squat is a movement that everyone should be able to do. It's a basic human movement. It's something that babies do when they're squatting down to pick up a block. It's something that people, you know, in the past have been able to do very, very well. Our ancestors have been able to do this. This is a functional human movement. And it's something that really shows a lot of glaring weaknesses in the body. There's a reason the squat is used 
and strength conditioning so much, right? And in physical therapy as well and movement practitioners. It's not that we all want big legs. It's not all that we want to do a bunch of leg exercises all the time. It's that one, the squat has a ton of carryover to everything because it's a full body movement. And the squat really shows any weaknesses the body has because it's using the full body, right? If you have a tight back, it's going to show. If you have inactive glutes or a core, it's going to show. If you have tight hips, it's going to show. Tight ankles, it's going to show. It's a very, very good exercise for showing these things. And, I mean, it uses basically every muscle in the body. So there's a reason the squat's used, and it definitely needs to be in your guys' training. Now, if it's not... You need to throw it in there, right? You, and I'm not talking about just a leg day. I'm talking about that movement, right? Uh, it doesn't mean you have to train the squat like a power lifter. It might just mean you do a set of squats every day. It might just mean you throw in some goblet squats holding a dumbbell in front of you into your training day just to add in that movement. It's just something you need to be doing going through that movement pattern. Now, there's a lot of people out there, probably the majority, and I know me as well in the past, and me when I don't focus on mobility that have a hard time getting into that deep squat position. Now, a lot of people can get far enough down like they could sit on the toilet, right? That's about as far as we're used to going. But if you're talking about squatting all the way down with a straight back, so you're, you know, you're below parallel, you're below 90 degrees, most people cannot do that without either rounding the lower back, without leaning way forward, without their heels coming up. They're not able to have that proper form. So it's important that you warm up properly, right? It's important you warm up to get into that position so you can train it and eventually get better at it. It's important that you have that mobility, you have that you have that lack of, it's not just mobility, it's a lack of tightness just out of confidence, right? If you're all tight and wound up as you get into that low position and maybe you have a barbell on your back, maybe you're just doing body weight, maybe you have a dumbbell or a kettlebell. No matter what it is, if you're tight going to that bottom position, you are going to not feel confident coming out of it, right? You want to feel like that movement is natural and it's it's working, right? It's good for you. So warming up is super important. To really know how to warm up, you need to know the muscles used in the squat, which is, like I said, everything. It's a full body movement. That's why it's used so much in programming. Now, it uses the glutes probably as the primary mover. At least it should be. A lot of people's glutes are inactive, and they're using their legs. Now, you should be feeling this in your glutes. I think I've done an episode on squat form before. If you have any questions on that, just ask me, triplefpodcast.com um, slash contact about squat form. But you should be using your glutes as the primary mover here. Your quads are also being used for a lot of this movement. That's the front of your thighs as you know, a very secondary movement is your hamstrings. A very secondary mover, excuse me, is your hamstrings, which is the back of your thighs. That's the those three are in order. So it goes glutes, quads, hamstrings. And then, you know, you have to keep in mind you're bracing your core. You are keeping your abs tight and you're also keeping a tight upper back with that bar on your back possibly or maybe you're keeping a tight back so you don't round right these are the things that are mainly used as you know everything else is also tight and flexed but these are your main movers in this whole movement of the squat And when you warm up, I want to talk about warming up, and this is what I'm talking about today is warming up for the squat specifically, but when you warm up, keep your warm-ups specific. 
okay? Keep your warm-up specific. You don't need to do a half-hour warm-up for your workout. You don't need to do this big, long workout, and you shouldn't have to, right? It's, it's not just that it takes a long time. It's that if you have to warm up, for 30 minutes to get into a squat position, you have more problems, right? It's not healthy. It's not something that's good. At first, you might need to because you're not used to that position. However, eventually, you want to be able to get in that position anytime. If I snap my fingers, you should be able to drop down into a full squat without warming up, without getting into all these different stretches and mobility. You should be able to get into that movement. And if you can't, you need to work on your mobility throughout the day, which I'll get into later. But I like specific warm-ups more than just general full-body warm-ups. Now, there's a lot of good warm-ups out there that are just like full-body where you foam roll, you stretch, you do jumping jacks, you swing your arms around, you squat, you lunge, you know, you do all these different movements. And that's fine if you're doing like a CrossFit-style circuit kind of where you're using your full body. However, if you're focusing on a movement or a lift, it's better if you keep it very specific. So this is better for exercise preparation. So you're going to work on getting into the squat, for example. Your warm-up is going to be tailored to the squat, tailored to the legs, tailored to the core, and tailored to get you into that position in the best, most effective, efficient way. These warm-ups are often shorter, which is going to save you time. Instead of being a 30, 45-minute warm-up, you're going to be looking at 10 minutes, right? It's more effective as well because you're actually working on that movement you're about to do. Once you do your main movement, you're probably going to be loose enough that you can do the rest of your workout. Now, it's more effective just to work on something specific to really dial in your warm-up as well as your training. Now, like for example, if you're going if you're doing an overhead press as a different example, you would want to warm up the upper back, right? Get that those lats all loosened up so you can press overhead. You'd want to get your just your whole upper back loosened up, your whole shoulder girdle, your pecs. You want to loosen up those areas and then, you know, maybe focus on some shoulder rotations and things like that just to get ready for that overhead press. You don't need to warm up the legs. You don't need to warm up all these other things, even though they're used as much because you have a specific warm up to that lift, and that's the best way to do it. Now, in the squat specifically, there are two problem areas which you might be familiar with. There's tight ankles and there's tight hips. So for tight ankles, I see this a lot in women, right? I see more tight ankles in women and more tight hips in men. That's not saying that the other gender can't have the other one, right? Men can have tight ankles. Women can have tight hips. However, it's much more common for women to have more flexible hips and men to have a little bit more flexible ankles. Women have very tight ankles that are made worst because of high heels. If you think of the high heel, your heel is elevated, which means you're in plantar flexion, which is pointing your toes. When in a squat, you're in dorsiflexion, which is bringing your toes up to your shin, right? If you think about squatting down, your knee is going to track forward just a little bit, which it shouldn't do too much, but you're still going to be in that flexed dorsiflex position where your shin is less than 90 degrees with your foot, right? And that's normal. That's what you should be. However, it's hard to get in that position if you have tight ankles. So that's one area you really want to focus on in your warm-up. Now, the hips are going to flex during the squat, right? So you can think about a hip extension would be bringing your leg back behind you where that front of your hip looks extended. And then a hip flexion is going to be where maybe you're bringing your knee to your chest 
which is also kind of how you're doing a squat, right? You're making a crease there in the front of your hip and you're flexing in that area. So this is tight in men, but also women. If you have tight hips, it's going to cause you to not be able to get very low in the squat. It's going to not cause, it's going to show up if you try to go really wide feet. So that's a good test. If you have tight hips is to widen your feet a little bit wider than shoulder width apart and try to squat down. If you feel a lot of tightness or you can't get very low, you probably have tight hips. And I'm guessing if you don't squat regularly, you probably have tight hips anyways. Or if you sit for your job, you probably have tight hips anyways. It's very common. I've talked about tight hips just a few episodes ago. It's very common. And I'm, you know, almost everyone could get more flexible hips and can improve that area. The one thing that needs to be addressed and the one thing that's probably the most important is your movement practice. You need to continue continue your mobility all the time. You need to have a movement practice that keeps you mobile, ready to go, and just a continued mobility that doesn't go in and out, right? It doesn't have that increase, that decrease, that roller coaster line graph look, right? You want constant mobility and be, to be able to get into the positions that you want to get into for your training. It shouldn't take a long warm up to get into a squat. It shouldn't take a long warm up to be able to press overhead. Instead, you should be that mobile just by your normal movement practice. Now, this takes time, and at first, you're going to have to warm up to get into those positions. However, your goal should be to always be ready for those positions, and then you're going to feel and be your best and perform your best, right? So staying mobile is key, and this is going to be a long process. This might take months. This might take a year, but it's a big goal that you should have to be just more mobile through your everyday life. You need to work mobility into your everyday, right? To Maybe you do mobility work in the morning, mobility work before you go to bed at night, even if it's just 10 minutes in each section. That's what I'm doing right now. 10 minutes when I wake up in the morning, I hang from a bar, do a couple hip stretches, good, get on with my day. At night, I roll a certain problem area that's maybe experiencing some tightness, and I sit in the squat for two or three minutes, and then I do a hip stretch. And then you warm up and cool down your workout. If you do that, you're doing mobility work a few times a day. Also, you just need to utilize the positions daily, right, that you want to get into. If you have trouble getting into a squat, maybe you just need to squat more in your day, right? Every hour at work, just get out of your chair, get down into a squat and hold that position for two minutes and then, you know, just get on with your day, right? You just need to get in these positions more often. Eliminate the idea that your workout and your position and your mobility is only used in that 45-minute window that you're actually training. It shouldn't be that way. It should be your whole day. It should be a lifestyle. It should be the actual way that you live, right? You need to squat more often. If you're talking about the squat specifically, maybe you need to just get into that position, like I said, at work more. Maybe you need to focus on your form in your squat as you're getting down in that bottom cupboard to get a pan, right? It's just little things that are going to add up. Little things like sitting are going to add up as well, or maybe you sit too much at work. Maybe you just need to get up and walk around every half hour or hour, and that's going to make a big difference in your tight hips. Even if you get too sore, that's going to make a big difference, right? If you work out too hard, if you overtrain your muscles, if you don't warm up and cool down properly, 
you're going to get sore muscles, you're going to get sore and tight hips, and that's going to cause you to not be mobile and not be ready to go at any time. That's why I recommend, you know, don't go too crazy on the intensity with especially big movements like the squat because you're going to get sore and you're going to get tighter. You shouldn't have to warm up for a long time. I keep drilling that in that I'm giving you warm-up ideas, I'm giving you something that you can use to mobilize these areas before a squat workout. However, you shouldn't have to do that. Start putting into practice the things I just talked about. Staying mobile, working mobility into your everyday routine. Utilize your positions like the squat daily, squat more often, avoid too much sitting, don't get sore. All these things should be worked into your day so that you don't have to warm up forever. But what if you do need to warm up? To give you an actual warm-up, some actionable advice, get out your pen and paper, get out your notes app on your phone and write this down. This is going to be just a basic squat warm-up with very few exercises. This might seem like not enough, but it should be, right? It should be enough. You shouldn't have to do 10 different hip stretches to get into a position, um, but this is going to this is going to uh, help you out get into that position. Now, the first thing you need to do in your warm-up is to get your heart rate up. There's a lot of ways to do this. I've seen some people just sit in the sauna for a little bit and get warmed up, their internal body temperature. That's fine. Maybe you do 20 jumping jacks. That's fine as well. Maybe you take a quick jog around a football field. That's fine. Maybe you you just walk to the gym or something. But going straight from your car into the gym lifting heavy weights or straight from work into the gym lifting heavy weights isn't optimal. It's better to kind of ramp up that heart rate. Now you have your heart rate up just briefly and now you need to start mobilizing, right? The first thing I like to do in any workout just because I'm kind of tight here chronically is to foam roll my T-spine, which is your upper back, right? You want to foam roll that just quickly. You don't have to really work too hard at it. You don't really have to stretch it or anything. Just foam roll it, loosen up those tight areas, get that T-spine ready to brace a barbell on your back and ready to be flexible enough to stay flat. Next, I'm going to address the tight ankles, right? Like I said, it's a specific warm-up for the squat. It's not just a general warm-up. So you're doing ankle mobility drills, right? My favorite one, ankle rotations with a kettlebell around your foot. So Maybe you sit on the end of a bench, um, maybe something a little higher than that, dangle your foot off, you hang a light kettlebell from your toes, and you're just going to rotate your ankle around in circles, go up and down, side to side. Maybe you make the alphabet with your ankles, that's a favorite of mine as well, just to get different movements, just to practice that dorsiflexion, and that's going to get your ankles all mobile. Next, I like to do some sort of leg swing. Now, this is going to just mobilize the hamstrings, make sure they're not too tight. Maybe it's a front-to-back leg swing that works on the hamstrings, and then you do a side-to-side. So you're going to mobilize the groin area and the glutes by doing the side-to-side leg swing. This is a simple warm-up dynamic stretch that should be included in your routine. Just look that one up if you need help with it, but that's a great one. And then I like to do a banded monster walk. Now, I like to use a thing from the brand... Uh, slingshot which is a hip circle but you can just use a normal band that goes around your knees as well basically all you're going to do here is wrap a band a short band it's only going to be you know six inches to a foot wide and it's going to be a loop or you can use the hip circle 
You're going to put it around your knees and you're going to spread your knees apart and you're going to walk front, like you're going to walk forward, you're going to walk backwards, you're going to walk side to side, keeping those knees out and keeping those legs nice and wide. This is going to turn on your glutes, it's going to turn on your external rotators, it's going to really help your squat be powerful and use the right muscle groups. Next, I do what I call a bootstrapper squat. I'm going to try to explain this on a podcast. You might need to look this one up on YouTube as well. But you're going to take a kettlebell or a dumbbell and you're going to hold it in front of your chest, right? This is a good mobilization drill as well if you just want to work it into your daily routine. Hold it in front of your chest and then squat down. So you're going to squat all the way down so your elbows are on the inside of your knees. From there, you are going to straighten your legs and the dumbbell is going to go between your feet, okay? So it's called bootstrap because it looks like you're pulling your straps on your boots. So you're going to straighten your legs and then drop back into the squat, all the while that kettlebell or dumbbell is just moving from in between your feet to up in front of you. In between your feet, up in front of you, do this 10 times. That's a great way to mobilize for the squat. Next, I get a little more specific. There's many more exercises you can do, but this is about the point in the warm-up. I like to get really specific with the squat and start working in that technique. I do an overhead squat. This is a great movement for mobility in the upper back, great movement for mobility for the hips as well. So hold just a wooden stick or maybe an empty barbell over your head in a good position with straight arms and shrugged shoulders and squat down into your best squat with wide feet and you know just do five or six reps that's really going to mobilize your hips and get you used to that movement from here you're basically going into your workout and i like to usually do one exercise before the squat i don't really recommend going right from you know cold muscles in the car to just short warm up to this heavy squat with a barbell i'll usually recommend you do another exercise like rear elevated rear foot elevated split squats a lunge maybe a leg curl just something to activate a muscle give you a little pre-fatigue and warm up you know your central nervous system before you get into some squats when you get to your squats all i recommend is that you do a lot of warm-up sets so minimum three warm-up sets no matter what your weight is and if your weight is really heavy you might need to do more than that but i like to always start with the empty bar throw on 45s do you know 45 pounds 135 185 205 225 increase that weight gradually and don't jump too fast and you'll be able to keep those muscles nice and loose that's my favorite way to warm up for the squat guys and that's really what is important in your mobilization it's a specific warm-up It's staying mobile throughout your whole day. It's having a movement practice that works. It's addressing those problem areas, right? You need to diagnose yourself with problem areas or tight areas for your success in your workouts and in your squat. That's what's key, and that's what's going to give you a good mobile squat. Don't avoid doing the squat, even if you don't necessarily want to train your legs that much. I know some people care about that. They don't want to train their legs and get big legs. However, it's more than that, right? It's about a full body movement. It's about utilizing your whole body as a chain it's about diagnosing tight areas and it's about staying healthy and mobile all the time that's it for today's workout wednesday
Workout Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me, and thank you so much for supporting the podcast by subscribing and sharing it on social media. I definitely thank you guys. Remember, I like interaction, so go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact. That's linked in the show notes in the full description of the show. And be sure to check out my interview with Maggie Thorne, Ninja Warrior, um, for Motivation Monday. There's episode 103. Go check that one out and download that. Thank you for joining me today on this Wednesday. I'll see you guys on Friday. Another interview hopefully coming your way next Monday. So look forward to that as well. I'll see you guys next episode. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.